Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I just wanted to ask you the same question I asked you last night. Do you think Tom Brady and Irina Shayk are letting their jam-packed lives get in the way of their romance? Mm, I'm guessing no. You are correct because a source told Us Weekly that Tom Brady and Irina Shayk aren't letting their jam-packed lives get in the way of their romance. No, okay, I actually want to read you a headline because did you see Daily Mail has gotten into the quiz game? Wait, they have? Yeah, I saw a headline yesterday. Or was it this morning? No, it was last night. Her mother is an Oscar-winning actress. Her father was a 90s hunk. Her brother is a rapper. And her stepdad is Salma Hayek's agent. Who is she? Oh, then they're headlines. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen this. They did this to um, they did this to Adam Sandler's daughter. They're getting creative. Do you know who this is? No, wait, say it again. Her mother is an Oscar-winning actress. Her father was a 90s hunk. Her brother is a rapper. And her stepdad... Her brother is a rapper is so funny. And her stepdad is Salma Hayek's agent. Who is she? Wait, her stepdad is Salma Hayek's agent. Her brother is a rapper? And what's the first one? Her mother is an Oscar-winning actress. Her mother is an Oscar-winning actress. And who is she? Is it like Willow Smith? No. You're sort of close. That's the level that we're working at here. Although of this person's parents, only one of them is super famous. The other one is still famous. One of them is super famous. <laughs> Willow Smith's parents, both of her parents are super famous. Her brother is a rapper? Well, let's change it to... Is he? Let's change it to... Let's, let's scratch rapper and switch it to aspiring singer. Her brother's now an aspiring singer? How about this? Her brother is currently an aspiring singer, parentheses, question mark, close parentheses. <laughs> It's like, that's like every singer. Um, How about this? Her brother is 18. Her brother is 18? Maybe 19. Is she even, I don't even know what she is. She's, let's say 23, 24. No, I don't care about her age. I mean, I don't know what she does. She's, uh, Lindsay, I don't know what she does either. I guess you would say, I. Is she a model? No. Oh. So what is she doing in the Daily Mail? Because her mom, okay, she looks like her parents. How about that? Is it Reese? Is it Reese Witherspoon? It's Ava Philippi. Yes. It's okay. Ava wow. The, wait, it's Ava. It really, it really did take me. You know what got me there? Actually, I think you think that was a lot easier than it was. It actually was not very easy at all. There was very little detail there. I thought the most telling thing was agent. I kind of forgot about that. Salma Hayek is a red herring. Yeah, Salma Hayek is a red herring, but like. I think what got me there was you saying she really does nothing because Ava Philippi is like the ultimate daughter who does nothing. Happily doing nothing. No shade at all. She's just in college, like being a student. Like if anything, her, yeah, yeah. her, her job is student, which mm-hmm. I think is like mm-hmm. people who are students, that's their job. Their job is student for a significant amount of time, you know? Yeah, exactly. She's like trying to go to school looking like her mother. And I feel like that's really and her father. And I think that's really putting a stress on her. That's her job. Here's another one they just did. She is a massive star who sings, dances, 
and acts, is married to an Oscar winner, and has a Grammy-winning ex. Today, she is 54. Who is she? This was in July. J-Lo? J-Lo. You got it. (laughs) I love their games. These are good. They should do more of these. When I saw the headline, it made me think of the Nanny 911 girly or whatever that show was. You guys are in a crisis. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. It'd be so funny if these articles never revealed the answer. Like, I think that would be such a good gag. They would just be like, bye. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Just a lot of photos, but no actual identification. That'd be great. Yeah. It'd be great for not SEO, but it'd be great for, um, what do you call it? Time on page. What's that metric called? Time spent. Time on time spent on page. Because you just keep scrolling. You keep scrolling, and you'd be looking for the name, and it would never come. Just like the absolution. Okay, but like good breaking news. While I'm on the Daily Mail, like I'm on the page. It's on the front page. I'm aside from we'll get to the Joe Jonas stuff, which is also appalling. But Al Pacino, 83, and Noor Alfala, 29, split three months after welcoming their son Roman, and she's filed for physical custody to pave way for child support. I mean, we knew this would happen. He probably is like, good. (laughs) Do you think he wants to take care of a three-year-old? He's like, take all the custody. Take 150% of the custody. I know. He doesn't care. He probably is like not even going to show up in court. You know what I mean? He's like, He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He doesn't want anything to do with the day-to-day care of this child. He's like almost 90. Okay, he's 83. There's no there's no evidence to indicate that Pacino was opposed to any of the requests the outlet reported. <laughs> it's like he's not fighting. You know what I mean? He's like, mm, whatever. <laughs> Ava Philippi and Rainy Qualley, the Nepo baby's lead glamour at Chanel party. Reese Witherspoon's lookalike daughter joins Andy McDowell's girl at star-studded show. <laughs> Wait, sh- she doesn't get lookalike? Andy McDowell's girl. <laughs> Sorry. She doesn't get lookalike girl? No, that's her other daughter, Margaret. Rainy gets Andy McDowell's girl. They also misspelled glamour in the headline, unless glamour is spelled differently in the UK. I wouldn't know. Oh. They took out well, the U. They took Usually out the U. I thought the U. they love putting in the U. Oh, my God. I know, and they took out the U. Did you see the spelling of diarrhea? Anytime the UK wrote about the diarrhea delta story, I was like, how many, Stop. how many letters are no. in this word? Stop. I actually can't spell diarrhea. That's one of the words I can't spell. It's one of the hardest words in the world. I never And if learned. you are across the pond, as they say, you'll have an even harder time with it. Words I can't spell, necessary and diarrhea are two oh, words that I just wow. never learned how to spell. And then spell check wow. happens, so I never had to learn. I think that Timmy was onto something when he was like, they... I'm willing to believe that maybe this was in the works and they announced it early to get the diarrhea story out of the front page. But Tom Brady partnered with Delta Airlines as an advisor. I'm quoting TMZ. Their headline continues, ellipsis, weird as hell, but okay. (laughs) I just thought that was very us. Them writing weird as hell, but okay is very us coded. Very us coded. What does that mean? No one knows. It is weird to follow up a diarrhea plane with Tom Brady, a strategic advisor. Almost like I don't think they hired him for that because of that reason, but they had it in their pocket and they said, deploy, 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 you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. TMZ is so confused. They put one of the thinking like hand on hand stroking chin emojis in the lead of the story. And if TMZ (laughs) is confused, like... They put the confused face in the lead. Indeed, Delta announced a multi-year agreement Wednesday that they've struck with TB12. Is that what people call him? Making him... TB12. Sounds like a variant. Making him a new long-term strategic advisor for their company, which will see him give their employees... (laughs) You could argue. (laughs) You could argue. (laughs) Making him a new long-term strategic advisor for the company, which will see him give their employees, their customers, and their stakeholders a piece of his mind on a number of topics, including general greatness... Something that's right up his alley. <laughs> I can't think of anyone less qualified to 
to help give Delta advice than Tom Brady. I really can't. I And I think he's qualified to do lots of things in terms of advising, but Delta, I think, would be bottom of the list. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's like if Tom Brady, if we were, if we announced Tom Brady was a strategic partner in Who Weekly, you know, people would be like, why? And I'd be like, you know what? You're right. Like, he isn't qualified. Fundamentally, it's the opposite thing. What is Tom Brady known for? Football. During ball? He's known for the field. Ball. He's known for the ground. He's like known in Shut a way up. in Shut a way up. that's more explicit Shut than up. most jobs he's known for he's like known for the, the ground? grass the ground okay so he's known for the earth he's known for keeping his feet on the ground he's grounded you could say he's known for gravity you know he's like known for gravity throwing which he the ball. uses to throw ball mm-hmm. you're so right ball needs gravity to be thrown the <laughs> ball way needs gravity meanwhile up yeah. in the air they're like come up here no gravity you're so good no. down there come up here yeah Hey, yeah. Hey, it stands to reason that if you're good down there, you're good up here. What is he gonna throw the ball on the plane? You can't throw a ball on a plane. That's literally one of the many rules of things you can't do on plane. Throw ball. Specifically, Delta says Brady will assist them in developing advising on strategic training and quote teamwork tools for their more than ninety thousand workers. He's going to be the new face of Delta, it seems, when it comes to marketing for current and prospective Ew. ticket buyers. He plays private. See, this man is like, he doesn't take commercial. It's like making Jenna Lyons the face of United. I know. Make me the face of Delta. I'm like the one like putting up with all the bullshit. I'm listening to the exit row spiel. Like I should be the face of Delta. You know, you shouldn't put right. Putting a celebrity who clearly flies private as a strategic advisor to Delta is so crazy. It's they dumb don't as hell. Know what it's like. They don't know what it's like. He's known for ground. And he's known for when he takes a plane, it's the plane he owns. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so mad Silly. about this, to Silly. quote Patty Harrison. Silly. Okay, you're listening to Who's There with the call-in show. We take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. Let's start with comments. Hi, BLT. Long time, long time. I need you to know that the chain smokers posted a new photo in which one chain smoker is sitting atop the other. And a hooligan I work with is up is debating with me which one is the hot chain smoker, in your opinion. We think it may be the chain smoker on the bottom in the picture. Um but or is it the top? We don't know. You have to let us know which one is the hot and not hot chain smoker. Crunch crunch. I refuse to answer this question. I just feel like we've answered it so many times and people keep asking. And I do think we're fucking with each other. But I refuse to be fucked with in this mm-hmm. way. I love the photo. If you see the though. new photo posted of it's the good. chain smokers, it's very obvious who is the hot chain smoker. Mm-hmm. This photo actually really tells you exactly who the hot chain smoker is. You know what I mean? It's not even physical as it typically is where it's like he's the hot one physically like no it's the 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 vibe the energy emanating from the hot chain smoker is so clearly hotter than the not hot chain smoker okay clearly listen to this caller they know they know someone is giving and someone is receiving hi Lindsay, bobby timmy uh long time long time just saw the new photos of the chain smokers and finally i now understand why the hot chain smoker is the hot chain smoker and the not hot chain smoker is the not hot chain smoker. I vehemently disagree with you up until these photos, but I get it now. So I just hated to let you know. Tim Tebow lesbian. They get it now. Not to say only 
gay guys understand who the hot chain smoker is by looking at this photo, <laughs> but I do think it's a very specific audience that will immediately mm-hmm. know that is the hot chain smoker from this specific mm-hmm. photo. And I do th- and I do think everyone else might be left in the dust. Mm-hmm. And the chain smokers are like always showing their like butts on Instagram. Like I think that they understand like the audience is being like, who's the hotter chain smoker? And they're playing yeah. with us. Uh-huh, I think uh-huh. that's fun for us because they're continuing to date like boring models and they're continuing to put out music that sucks. But I do think that if they're cheeky, if they're like Charlie Puth cheeky, then mm-hmm. they Ooh. know that they can like keep us kind of a little interested. Right. Mm hmm. I would say we're in post queer baiting culture, but mm-hmm. in the post queer baiting culture, queer bait like vibe where you're kind of cheeky about it and it's fun and you're like being flirty and you're just mm-hmm. being like more free with yourself. This is like they're playing with that, you know, mm-hmm. and I think Charlie kind of like kicked that off mm-hmm. without made it not annoying. This is a Charlie Puth fan podcast. This is a Charlie Puth I mean, fan I just, podcast. You know, I just think he's talented. Okay, so <laughs> they, this photo was promo for a single, of course. I mean, they're they're doing promo. It's always promo. It was their rejected photo for the single. And then well, they ended up teasing. using the photo a for picture of a woman. A woman at a bar. <laughs> but that's like that's so halter? typical chain that smokers. That that's so typical chain smokers that they're like they're posting that pic for you and I to be like, mm, sexy. But then literally the the actual chain smokers like job is just like a picture of a normal hot woman <laughs> on the cover of their album. Like that's for the real audience. You know, we're not I'm not buying or listening to their music. And they know that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just retweeting the pic of them, like, recreating Hailey Bieber and Justin Bieber photo. I want to know what all of the hot chain smokers tattoos say. Oh, you're giving a little... Give me a spin. <laughs> I'm zooming in. How many times have I zoomed in on this photo this week? Plenty. I know exactly what you're going to zoom into here. Like, there's one thing to zoom into here. And zoom, that's zoom, what we're zoom. zooming into. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I think also what I like about them is that, like, <laughs> we're kind of objectifying the hot chain smoker. Yeah. But I think he would yeah. like it. That's why I think it's cheeky and I think it's fun. That mm-hmm. I think that... This is like consent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you name them? Okay. Either of them. Fuck. Drew. There you go. Josh. Jared. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Jeremy. You know what this means. I'm going to have to put in that buzzer noise. <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> is it a J name? Most men have J names. No. Oh. Aaron. Alex. It's Alex. You got it. it. (laughs) Oh, it's Alex, Paul, and Drew Haskins. Harold. What is it? Drew. 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 Barrymore. You know someone with this last name in person. Drew Taggart. Shout out to Sam. Sam, are you related to a chain smoker? Is Sam Taggart related to a chain smoker? Sam, is he your cousin? Is he related to the not hot chain smoker? Sam would talk about it. Don't reveal not hot chain smokers. Okay, well, <laughs> if he's related to the hot, not hot chain smoker, let us know. Okay, his real name is Andrew. Of course, I you know guess that for the other one. Mm-hmm. Men's names really have not. We really not um progressed <laughs> in years. I mean, he is our age, you know. Sorry, I am saying it to the it's person. The younger named people. It's the younger people. <laughs> okay. I know. Okay. Yeah, but I go by Bobby. That's a little more fun. A little That's more really fun. Funny. It's a and little very more rare. fun. That's okay, very Lindsay. <laughs> I trust me. I'm not. <laughs> to be fair, my name is pretty rare. It's just very specific genre-wise. <laughs> 
Like it, it only exists between a certain amount of years. No one's naming their kids Lindsay in 2023. You know that, right? I actually didn't know that. You know how names are classic, like Bible names are like, mm-hmm. wow, Lindsay is like the opposite yeah, Robert, of that. Robert, biblical, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people say like, oh, name your kid Rachel. It's like Lindsay's the opposite. <laughs> I know that. It, it ages like milk. Okay. <laughs> your kid Rachel. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. 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 Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, and Timmy. Long time, long time. Um, so this is very dark, but uh, the Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner divorce. Um, they did release a joint statement, which was fine. Um, but lots of weird rumors going around. Um, like about, what was one? Joe Jonas wanting them to be in like a three-way relationship with like a 20-year-old model. Like Sophie wasn't into it. And then a bunch of weird stuff about his team releasing, um, statements to Team Z about Sophie's like an absent mom. Just weird, interesting, um, rumors that are maybe coming from the different camps i can't really tell um especially with on the jonas side since we know they're disney media trained weirdos um so yeah if you wanted to like talk about that or like maybe just chat about all of the weird rumors that are going on um that would be super fun um or not fun because you know dark jonas is dark anywho um, do more shows in San Francisco. Thanks. Bye. Did you see that they're like, Joe Jonas steps out with his kids for dinner. For like, lunch. Amid divorce, whatever. But just the fact, and then somebody retweeted and actually made a very good point. Like, these kids have never be, been seen before, like, by a paparazzi lens. And you're telling me the first time that they're getting photos taken of them is with Joe Jonas, like, having lunch with them. Like, Joe Jonas, like, bringing them out to have lunch with them so you could take photos. That's fucked. It's fucked up. We have dueling narratives. So we have the narratives that are direct from the source, direct from the horse's mouth, so to speak, Joe and Sophie. But then we have the narratives being pushed anonymously through TMZ. But the thing about those narratives is that they're clearly being pushed by Joe. Or by Joe's PR, because they do nothing but make Joe look like a doting, perfect father. Like, whatever is actually going on, this is really nasty, suddenly. But I think people knew the nastiness was imminent. So they released statements on their Instagram. They wrote them on Instagram stories. They screenshotted them. They posted them to their grids. Comments disallowed. Both of them published the exact same photo at the exact same time. Screenshot that said, statement from the two of us, colon, quote, After four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why, but truly, this is a united decision, and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children. Okay? He posted it or just her? He posted it and she posted it at the same time. Okay? Mm, Love to post at the same time. Black on white. As I said, made Mm -hmm. in Instagram. Not a notes app. Mm -hmm. Mm. Then... As Lindsay said, Joe goes out with the kid, blah, 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 blah. TMZ starts getting sources. And it seems if you're going to make a guess, the sources are coming from people who are on Joe's team, whatever you think that means. The sources are only coming from Joe. Like right. There has been not one Sophie-tinged source or information yet. We're only hearing Joe's side of the story. Whatever that means, and whoever you think that side consists of. 
Joe Jonas, quoting TMZ, Joe Jonas saw slash heard something with Sophie Turner that was the last straw in his decision to file for divorce, and it involves a ring camera. Multiple sources who have direct contact with Joe tell TMZ Joe had access to a ring cam that he said captured Sophie saying and or doing something that made him realize the marriage was over. TMZ broke the story. Joe and Sophie's marriage has been on the rocks for six months, at least six months, and it was all over a significant difference in lifestyles. As one source put it, she likes to party. He likes to stay at home. They have very different lifestyles. Again, all these sources seem to be coming from people who are sympathetic to Joe. And a ring cam. This is the second time in like two months that we've seen a ring cam come out as the reason for a couple split. Well, we don't know what was caught, but there was a source saying Sophie Turner was caught doing something inappropriate on the ring doorbell camera, which could mean anything right. from it doesn't it, that doesn't mean anything especially with speculations about like quote-unquote bad parenting like maybe she was like drunk or something you know like who mm-hmm. knows what they're claiming a ring character caught i mean i'm still like what the flip yeah. did he do the ring camera that we saw Lil meach get caught on when people accused him of cheating on summer walker was like yes of course literally video of him on. with another woman going into an apartment he said it was groceries remember that this we haven't actually seen any footage and again what's weird on this is it the source doesn't say whether or not it caught audio or video or both <laughs> which is really funny did she just say like i hate my husband he's so lame the jonas brothers suck or did she like make out with someone else on camera i don't no, but it just really sucks that a couple that, and I realized this after thinking, and I thought about this a little bit, and I was just like, it's so crazy that she was such a big part of the Jonas Brothers kind of return to being celebrities again and their comeback mm-hmm. because as a couple, they were so fun and they were so cute and they were so relatable and young and hip, and she was so like, I'm chugging a glass of wine on the Jumbotron. I'm just Mm -hmm. a normal girly like you. And now it's working against her. Like she was played like by the PR and now she's being played by the PR again. Mm -hmm. Like it's now all of that footage is being released kind of in a negative way. I mean, Twitter is having none of it, which I love, like at least what I'm seeing. It's like everyone is like could not be less convinced by this. But I do think that a lot of people are stupid and a lot of people read this stuff and are convinced and like we are the minority of that because we're all like very good like media interpreters you know they're like oh he is a good dad look at him out with his kids it's like we've never seen him out with his kids ever never not that you can't take your kids on a grueling tour but these guys are doing like back to back to back dates like this tour is like Mm -hmm. even if the kids are on tour with him they have a nanny with them too Mm -hmm. like it's oh this is not like a doting dad you know necessarily like it's still like there's definitely help with this I just more mean it sucks to me that that she really helped solidify his image as like his adult married guy cool sexy married guy and now he's using her coolness which she definitely has remember her like little videos where she was like he's weaponizing her coolness yeah like he's weaponizing her coolness against her as a 26 year old woman who still has a lot of life to live and is still like trying to enjoy her life with having two kids you know yeah whatever happened between them it's really fucked up like, I'm sure we're going to get a call that's like, well, right. actually, I know to someone who like said a bad that. Mom like this. Whatever yeah. happened, it's like, you came to an agreement to post this Instagram from the two of us, I'm quoting you, and saying no bad blood at all. And the first thing Joe does is go out with his kids, which he's never done before to my memory. 
and like use the children as paparazzi bait to make himself mm-hmm. look like a really good father. Like that's fucked up. Whatever happened, he's the one who's done the publicly fucked up stuff in this so far. I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I cannot believe how much I care about this. I cannot believe how much people care about this. Like I guess I really underestimated the yeah, extent of their fame. Giving, it's so weird. Um, like Lala from Vanderpump Rules. It's like how people really. Bobby could not believe how famous Georgia. Like you were, you were spiraling like, about how this is crazy. Nerd city. How, how famous uh, Joe Jonas is. But I do think that Sophie's a big part of that. You know, Sophie and Priyanka solidified those people. No, I th- and I think his brothers are a big part of it, and their their entire story, and the comeback, and the music, and the history, and the and the nostalgia, and the wives, and everything. Right, of course, every little piece uh, is a crafted part of it. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I think Priyanka has a foot out the door. I think Priyanka's like, wait, I lost my ally. <laughs> no, like, don't I lost. Say that. I lost my ally at don't Thanksgiving. Say that. <laughs> Stop it. What about Danielle? I can't, she can't be her ally. Danielle's probably a sweetheart. When there's Priyanka, uh, Sophie, and Danielle together, yeah. I can imagine right. conversation. When there's just two of them, when there's just Priyanka and Danielle, here's what that sounds like. Oh, you're just silent? I'm just silent. <laughs> no pleasantries? Okay, well, you know... We should stop talking about this unless anything else happens because it is getting a little bit droning and it is yeah. depressing. It's depressing. It's depressing. Let's move on Let's to move something, on to something less depressing. Like not when depressing. Emma Roberts ran into Bill Clinton at the store. Well, I don't even know if she ran into him. Did she know? Here's a call. How much would be famous? Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep. Up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample dash policy. Spot pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also, practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm going to learn Spanish, I'm going to do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And 
the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful. Okay. That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime. And you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. How much of this same? Um, I just saw the apostrophe that um, Emma Roberts please bookstore as the paparazzi spot Bill Clinton at the same store. And to be honest, I'm just having a little bit of trouble comprehending that that sentence, and I don't wanna I don't wanna look into it right now. So if there's any way that y'all could figure that out, that would be that would that would be really awesome. Um, crunch, crunch. You know what? Women don't belong in balloons. I was crying because I saw a TikTok version, like impression of this video before I saw the video, mm -hmm. which is very funny because the video is literally just a video of paparazzi taking through the door of Bill Clinton looking at books at a bookstore and you watch Emma Roberts kind of like walk <laughs> zoom, out zoom of the out. bookstore <laughs> say like move to a secret service person clearly a plainclothes secret service person and like leave and then the, the camera kind of follows her confused like is that Emma Roberts <laughs> you know like <laughs> like it was kind of a funny they were so focused on Bill that they didn't realize that Emma Roberts had just pushed her way out of the bookstore yeah. and I saw someone do an exaggerated impression of that. And I was like, what are we doing here? And then I saw the clip and I was like, oh my God, that was an impression of that this impression of kind of extremely funny clip. It's, I mean, Emma Roberts is kind of, I can't say she's the queen of acting, but she's the queen of extremely funny clips. <laughs> I mean, she's literally done better work in clips than she has elsewhere. In she's my a opinion. clip queen. I mean, the, the clip you have of her where she's um, on, caught on the Jumbotron and, and she's, she's waving like, tongue out. I'm here. I'm still here. I'm also still here. It, that's a real... That's a really good Her clip. on the beach, doing the tongue thing again, the smile. She's the queen of short form video. She's the queen of short form video. She's the queen of accidental short form video. She's like too late for Vine, but she's giving us like incredible Vines. Mm -hmm. Her aunt, America's sweetheart, she's America's sweetheart, you know? They love books. Emma Roberts and former president Bill Clinton, <laughs> right, were spotted at the same bookstore in the Hamptons on Thursday. Likely place for them to be. Well, she loves to read. Under the headline for this, I was cracking up, it says, read more, exclusive, Clinton wraps his arms around female staff in East Hamptons. Can we ever let this man live? <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're like, he hugged a woman in the store. <laughs> also, did you notice that when Emma Roberts is running out of Bookhampton, uh, she's holding two coffees? <laughs> right, like one is for her friend or something. Two iced beverages. You're right. She has two iced coffees. It looks fun. And did you see the book that Bill Clinton's holding as he browses other books in the bookstore? That's right. Tom Lake it's by Tom Ann Lake by Ann Padgett. I think oh, he ended up buying a few because there's a photo that they posted of him like at the checkout counter. Emma Roberts is with her boyfriend and he's wearing a Taylor Swift Eras Tour shirt with like the sleeves cut out in like a sexy man yeah, way. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sexy. I gotta say that's pretty hot. It is. I gotta say. Mm -hmm.
unfortunately mm-hmm. gotta say and it turns out to be a an ad for emma's book club like the article keeps going and just talks about her book club good she wasn't there to post and she wasn't there to make content she's very clearly casual there no when she has the two iced coffees and she's pushing out the door and she says move or like excuse me or like whatever <laughs> she says to the plain cloth because it's a plain cloth you can see he has a bug in his ear he's oh, not yeah. a bug like a like a what do you call it? A mic? A microphone? Whatever. A speaker. Uh, a sp- Whatever. Uh, he's got a thing in his ear. Yeah, he's got a thing in his ear. But he's plain clothes, so you can't really. And she like it's like meow or like hit me meow, mm-hmm. and then like wa- wa- walks out the door. But I just love how the paparazzi like doesn't kind of realize that's her, and then they like do a double take, which mm-hmm. is like so funny. Yeah. And in case you're, you're wondering, like, they don't have the old place in stock. So <laughs> fuck you, Bookhampton. <laughs> oh my god, you looked. Oh my god. So you can't even say that either of them saw mm-hmm. it. No, neither of them saw it. No. It's fucked up. No. Well, guess what, girlies? We're going to Barnes and Noble. You know what? Honestly, <laughs> I know it sounds Lindsay, don't promote Barnes and Noble over an independent bookstore. We talked about this. All bookstores are independent now, All. except for Amazon. Every even Barnes and Noble. <laughs> we talked Serious. about this. We, we did, talked we about did. this. We no, talked we about did this. though. Think really about cute. that. Think yeah. about that. And if a bookstore is doing okay, it's the one on the Hamptons. It's Bookhampton. You know they've got 4,000 copies of Andy Cohen's new book, all signed. You know they sell 100 Ellen Hildebrand books a day. 100. Oh, my God. Who sells more, Andy Cohen or Ellen Hildebrand? You be the judge at the Bookhampton. When Ellen Hildebrand releases a new book, she just, like, she drives the forklift there herself and just drops off a few dozen boxes. <laughs> hey, guys! <laughs> hey, Ellen! What? Have you ever read an Ellen Hildebrand book? I've read one. They're good. Because remember, Caroline is obsessed with them. She convinced me to read one, and I don't remember what it was mm-hmm. called because they all have the same name. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like Nantucket something. Yeah, it's always like Porch Swing and Montauk. Yeah, or whatever. No, I know. They're all in Nantucket. It's true. They're always like the Nantucket Inn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. you're correct. Okay. Let's move on. Can I read you a headline, though, before we move on? Yeah. Brooks Nader, Taylor Lautner, Tyler Cameron, David Dobrik, and more – tout their pickleball skills at first ever celsius pickleball classic where was that celsius hosted their first ever pickleball classic at celebrity vlogger david dobrik's stunning los angeles mansion celsius and a 27 year old who's a huge pickleball fan invited a bunch of his famous pals to enjoy the game of the immensely popular sport while competing for a fifty thousand dollar prize to be donated to a charity of the winner's oh, charity choice. okay okay swimsuit model brooks nader influencer olivia culpo actor taylor lautner actress madison pettis and bachelor nation stars matt james and tyler cameron were among those who sweated out in teams of two at the tournament fueled by summer flavors of the best-selling celsius energy drink Cheered on by a crowd of fans with entertainment by hit-making DJ duo, two friends, Dobrik and Twilight star <laughs> Lautner. Triumph. Oh, my God. He wanted his own event, loser. <laughs> Dobrik and Twilight star Lautner triumphs over loser. all comers to take home the Celsius Pickleball Classic trophy. After beating Cameron and James to take the top prize, Dobrik and Lautner announced they'd be donating a winning 50K to Lemons Foundation, a nonprofit founded by Taylor Lautner's wife, Tay, that is a passion about helping individuals understand, learn, and navigate their own mental health. Oh, oh my God. My the God. snake eating its own tail. Oh, my God. What a scam. Oh, my God. Imagine going to David Dobrik's house for this. 
Oh, oh my god! My and they had like gi- they're posing in front of like giant pickleball paddle. Celsius, do better. Oh, uh, you do love Celsius. Better. You're obsessed with Celsius. I know. That's why I'm saying like this is not good for you. You should be doing things that make you look better than this. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get us. Uh, but I just thought that was like a very. And I felt very like gratified because not only do I know who all those people are, we've covered all of them. Like that is like really that is a full deck of who's right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Olivia Culpa was there. I'm just like, how long does it take for you to do stuff like this? I guess go to events like this in Los Angeles because I feel like this is. You look at your social calendar in Los Angeles. I feel like 50% of the activities that you could possibly go to are like this branded events at people's mm. houses where you're going to be photographed like holding a product or pretending to engage with a product. It's got to be debasing the first time you do it. But then it just becomes fun. You're like, oh. But how many times do you have to do shit like this before it stops being debasing, right? Matt James and Tyler Cameron go to every single one of these events. Whatever the event is that's like this, they go to it. They genuinely look like they're having a fucking blast. You feel like callous your brain. But that's what I think about, like, why they're successful who's. It's like they are having fun. I know it's hard for you to believe, hater, but they are having fun. I don't find it hard to believe. I'm wondering how long it takes. Like, how many times you have to do this before it's just like, well, this is my life now. Sometimes you're just born to lead an extraordinary life, Bobby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. God, Tyler Cameron and Matt James are always doing this. It's so crazy. That's JoJo's chosen family you're talking about. And if you keep being so (laughs) negative, she's going to come for you. And she has training, military training or whatever. (laughs) Olivia Colpo. God, Olivia Colpo. Olivia Colpo being there is really the icing on the cake. And Brooks Nader, who we just talked about. I mean, I just really feel like all those names really were just all in our wheelhouse. So I had to read Mm -hmm. it to you. And even Pickleball is like a who, you know what I mean? I think Pickleball made the jump from who to them this year. It's a them now. Pickleball is a them. I don't know what it is, but it's a them. In the who me's, we'll have to adjust. We'll have to respect this and talk about this. Jesse J set to host. The 2023 Abu Dhabi Kids' Choice Award. Oh my God, Charlie Puth's engaged. Charlie Puth is engaged? Who? Yeah, that's so sad for us. Not me. Who is it? A woman named Brooke Sanson. Oh God. That's sad. Guess where he got engaged? Luke Hawley. It could have been me. I'm kidding. Oh my God. They got engaged at Luke Hawley in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. He wrote, I flew to New York to ask my best friend to marry, and she said, yes, marry me. Oh, my God. They're eating pizza. They're sharing a slice of pizza. Oh, God. Okay, well. Okay, well. It's over. It's over. It's uh, Well, it's over. <laughs> well, it's over. Oh, my God. She's drinking Diet Coke. Getting engaged while drinking Diet Coke. Honestly, slay. <laughs> no, I think she's kind of like a normal girl. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think she's like a normal Oh, he's model. drinking Diet Coke. Okay. Well, they're both drinking Diet Coke. Okay, yeah, uh, slay. Is she kind of normal? Brooke Sansone? Sansone? Yeah. Is it Sansone or Sansone? She's a digital and marketing PR coordinator for Design Consultancy who also runs an Instagram account where she shows off curated outfits. Oh, she's like normal. Her and her friend have like an outfit Instagram that has 9,000 followers. Brooke, that's so great for you, Brooke. Congrats, Brooke. Congrats, Brooke. I gotta say they're cute. No, I think that they're cute. She seems normal. She has like a normal face. I love that for him. All right. Back to whatever we were doing. I'm sorry I got distracted. I mean, I was looking at people's front page and I saw Charlie Puth engaged and I said, what? What? Nice. Not our Charlie. Not our Puthy. We were just talking okay. about Puthy. I know. Oh, Puthy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, where were we? Jesse J is hosting the Kids' Choice Awards Abu Dhabi. <laughs> 
Where were we? <laughs> Jesse J set to host the 2023 Abu Dhabi Kids Choice Awards. <clears throat> what is this? Um, has have the Kids Choice Awards moved to Abu Dhabi? Is this uh, a special edition of the Kids Choice Awards in? Abu Dhabi, what is happening? I don't know anything about this. Popgrave tweeted it, um, so I hope this is no hoax or anything, but I don't know. I mean, I, I wish Jesse J all the best, but what is this? Can you, can you help, um, live and love eat a laptop? If you created a Mad Lib about what Jesse J is doing next, hosting, Kids' Choice Awards, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, it's true. It would be three different spinning wheels. <laughs> it seems extremely random, but it's not that random. How is it not that random? It's not like the uh, the traditional Kids' Choice Awards that are being held in Abu Dhabi this year. That's not what's happening here. And it's not some random one-off offshoot. This is, guess what? Abu Dhabi tourism. This is just... And they've been doing this for years now. The UAE... They put so much money into getting tourists to go to Abu Dhabi. And this is just an extension of that. In 2019, Billboard wrote about this. Nickelodeon is bringing Kids' Choice Awards to Middle East under Abu Dhabi deal. Viacom's Nickelodeon will, for the first time, bring the Kids' Choice Awards to the Middle East under a five-year deal with the Department of Culture and Tourism, Abu Dhabi. It only happened once because of the pandemic. And then it was supposed to happen five years in a row. But obviously it hasn't happened. So it hasn't happened since pre-pandemic. But the Tourism and Culture Board of Abu Dhabi have a deal with Viacom to do this, where it's like, we're going to throw a lot of money at celebrities, get them to come here, take photos in our fabulous hotels where everything is expensive, and bring in American celebrities, bring in celebrities from the Middle East, yes. bring in celebrities from all over the world, and try to get attention and try to get tourism dollars. And that's all this right. is. Because it's not just American celebrities. They're like, oh, Justin Bieber's going to be there, but also all these stars who are clearly more popular in the UAE. I mean, also at a certain point, Nickelodeon has international outlets. Like, I I know the Abu Dhabi stuff specifically is true. There's like a lot of glitz and glamour there that is paid for by the government, et cetera, and other brands and interests that want you to go there, hotels, whatever, whatever. But it, they're all just, there are also international real award shows. I think the caller's not asking, why does this exist? I think the caller's asking, why is Jesse J the host? You know? Why is Jesse J the host? Can you think of a better person? I can't. <laughs> I can't either. Can you think of someone who could better be dropped in? She hosted a whole show with a leg broken in a chair. Remember that? <laughs> a pop star who they clearly want because it's Nickelodeon Kids Choice. Everything is in English. So they want an English speaking pop star. Mm -hmm. Here comes Jesse J. They need someone who is also <laughs> willing to do stuff like that. You've got Jesse J. And someone who has international appeal. This is a woman who won the fucking singer in China. She does have international appeal. Oh, my God. I forgot how international she is. She has international appeal. She's down to clown. She's multi-talented. And this is exactly her vibe. She has a co-host, though, who's like a TikToker, who's like an Arabic TikToker. Asi Marwa. Yeah. And I was looking him up and it was like, he got famous by doing pranks. And I was like, all right, don't don't we all? God. The universal language. Pranks. Pranks. It's Actually, it's so true. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, I'm just calling because uh, there seems to be another influencer-sponsored trip to sort of a weird location. 
but it doesn't seem to be fully disclosed as far as I can tell, um, which is to Branson, Missouri. Um, I've just been seeing on my TikTok the James Charles and someone else in Branson, Missouri, you know, get getting ready with me in Branson. Um, so I thought that was weird, and then I just came across the James Charles live where he was kind of shit-talking his experience in Branson, Missouri, but there was also a voice off-camera prompting him to talk about other locations that he went to in Branson, Missouri. So um, I cannot bring myself to look this up any further, but if you guys could, I would love to hear more details. French French. I don't think this is Spawn. I think James Charles just earnestly went to Branson. I want to do this fast, but I looked through all these Instagrams and I can 80% and I'll say 95% say this is not Spawn. Seriously. And I think what's so funny is that like we've covered celebrities doing state spawn before like visit missouri visit wherever visit montana yeah we've covered that before and i think they're a lot more obvious than this i think this and if you watch all the vlogs it's literally james charles being like my friends from missouri and i need content and we're gonna go there and i'm gonna get content and that's what he does my best friend alexis is from missouri she's been trying to convince me to go home with her she literally gave me a PowerPoint presentation. It's not happening. You say that now. I'm telling you, this is very convincing. Not to brag, but my parents' house. Oh my God, it's giving high. rich. Not you. Yeah. What? <laughs> so no, what the fuck? That is not Missouri. We have go-karting, escape rooms, zip lining, bumper cars, whitewater, which is my personal hell. And it's just so funny to me that at this point, it's such a fucked up celebrity economy that anytime a celebrity goes anywhere but New York, L.A. or Miami or like Paris or like, you know, like any fabulous place, they are like, it's like, is it Spawn? Why is James Charles in Missouri? It's like, <laughs> Why is James Charles in Branson? People is can go to Missouri. People can go to Missouri. People can go to Missouri. James Charles can go to Missouri. No, I mean, after watching all of these, I can say it's not because it's like actually he went there for the bit, mm -hmm. like for content. Yeah. And some of it he likes. Some of it he's like, this drink that they recommended is disgusting. This thing is disgusting. But I like this and I like this. Yeah. He ends one video going, I only got hate crimed once, which I think is good. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like if this were Spawn, I don't think they would have allowed him to say, I only got hate crime once. That's, That's, I think, true. the number Pretty one uh, point for me. Hello, Cindy, uh, Lindsay, Bobby. Oh, my God, that was the wrong order. Um, Maddie Healy was spotted tongue-fucking a model named Gabrielle Bechtel on the streets of New York. Maddie Healy has been talked about. I don't know that we have talked about Gabrielle which is a weird name. Um, but can we talk about her? She's a model. I don't know if she passes the Bechdel test. Is she related? Um, yeah, who is she? Thanks. Bye. Crunch, crunch. Here's how she passes the Bechdel test. Spelled differently. <laughs> Gabrielle is, we first learned about her, quote unquote, in culture, when she was on Charlie XEX's reality show where she put together a band called nasty cherry mm -hmm. 
she was in the band. So, so Charlie XCX kind of quote unquote casted her Mm -hmm. to be in this band. I think that's how that show worked. I watched a few episodes, but before that and after that, she's basically in a fashion-y influencer. She's been around for actually a good amount of time Mm -hmm. because I remember people talking about her because like, oh, she brought back skinny eyebrows. And I swear to God, I remember seeing her and being like, she's bringing them back. (laughs) Looks like she's bringing them back. (laughs) Her vibe is um, bringing back skinny eyebrows. But other than that, she does like very um, entrancing Instagram based food tutorials that people love. And this was people were obsessed with these for like a little bit of time. And now, of course, in the natural kind of way that time works, she's dating Maddie Healy because, of course, you know, that's just it's just cyclical at this point. Oh, her last name is Bechdel. That's why they said, does uh, yeah. she pass the Bechdel test? Yeah, but That's it's spelled differently, okay. but still, it's it's Bechdel. It's still really funny. This tweet that you tweeted, that you retweeted this morning from Who Made Me Laugh, some account tweeted, this is highly disappointing. And it's a photo of Gabrielle and Maddie Healy holding hands. And someone named Film Lamette retweeted them and said, if we're being totally honest, I have no idea who the woman is. <laughs> yeah. It's Gabrielle. I watch Nasty Cherry. Did you the whole thing? Yeah, and you watched enough of it to know that, like, the point of the show was that they weren't musicians. So it was like the experiment was like, right. can I bring in these people who, like, creative, have great vibes, and are down? Right. Can I create a band from vibes? And the answer was no. <laughs> I, I hate to say it. The answer was no. The answer was no, but it wasn't It wasn't a devastating no. Because can you create a band? Yes. Can you create a sleigh band? No. But, like, they made music that was totally fine. We've played this game twice. I won't play nice. You can't take me down. Baby, roll the dice. Let fate decide. I'm not losing now. I need to win. Love it, and also as you know, like the connection to Charlie. I don't know how like close her and Charlie still are, but she Charlie is dating Matt Healy's bandmate Band George. So yes. like clearly there is like a hangout vibe. Charlie's in the center of the Venn diagram here for sure. She always is. She always is. And Gabrielle used to date uh, Bob Dylan's grandson, mm-hmm. which I just think is so funny. I didn't know he had a grandson, but of course he has a very hot grandson. You know? Yeah, he does. Gabrielle's thing now, apart from being a model, which she does seem to be a very successful, active, working model for IMG. No, she definitely is. Her vibe, though, is very um, New York. Um, it girl it's indie, type it's indie sleeves. It's the indie sleeves yeah. is back thing, sort of thing. Is. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Talk about her as an Instagram chef. I know you have thoughts. As Lindsay knows, my Instagram reels are like kind of a disaster area to an observer. To me, they're iconic. I get so much cooking content from so many influencers. Some of them I watch and I'm like, oh, I like this person. I'll follow them. Sometimes I watch them and I'm like, don't like this person. Pass. Hers is really good. Do you you mean good as in shot well or do you mean good as in the food actually looks good and the recipes seem really well tested or well, they're good recipes? They're good recipes. And if it were shot better, I would be a little sus. It's, It's a little messy, but everything she makes ends up looking good. And kind of her shtick is that... She kind of makes food out of what she's got in the fridge or what she picked up at the farmer's market. So it's, I think, more instructional than a lot of cooking content. It's so funny. And because of that, I think it's actually more educational than a lot because she's like, I have all this crap in my house. I have like 
this weird melon, I have this weird tomato, I have this can of sardines, like what can I do out of this? So I decided to mix this stuff up. It's also edited well. It's edited well and she explains her thought process behind it in a way that I think is extremely appealing to someone who actually wants to cook because we all know we've talked about this on the Patreon too like some cooking content is just for vibes it's just for aesthetic some is just ASMR but I would say she also has great vibes like I'm watching this and on mute and I'm like you know that picture of Angelina Jolie from the 90s where she has like skinny eyebrows mm-hmm. and like she's very goth and has like dark hair yeah, it's almost like that picture that. came to life and is making enchiladas mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yes. and I just, I'm just looking at it I can't hear it I think she has more personality than Angelina Jolie in that photo because she's literally steaming uh, jalapenos which is kind of impressive but you know like when when like Hailey Bieber is like I'm gonna make mac and cheese and they're sort of like clunky in the kitchen but everything is shot very well this is the opposite of that this is someone it's like casually shot looks like she's doing it all herself but she's got a lot of talent and technique. I also think that she's sponsored by um, Siete. You know that? Siete Foods. Oh, the good grain-free stuff. I like Siete. Yeah, she's always using Siete. Well, she her. did a she did a series of videos where she was like trying to figure out how to make like a grain-free flatbread. And she was like, mm-hmm. she knows what she's doing. But the whole point was that she was like experimenting with different combinations of flours and starches and stuff. And mm-hmm. then she ended up creating a grain-free flatbread that worked. I don't know. It's very... Yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> what I have to say about Gabrielle is I think she seems genuinely cool. And I think that's rare <laughs> for anyone. And dating Matty Healy, he I think he has a radar for actually pretty like cool people. So I think he he his radar went off and yeah. I to his credit. And he went right to this girly and he said, you're genuinely cool. And since he's sort of the dirtbag in the equation, I'm looking at this tweet again, this vamps verse tweet that says this is highly disappointing. And to my eye. It would be seen as highly disappointing for Gabriette to date sort of like the dirtbag. Why would it be highly disappointing for a Maddie Healy fan to see him dating Gabriette, who's kind of just like a cool girl? I don't know. Mm. I just don't know how to interpret this. I don't know how to interpret this tweet at all. It's a Rorschach test of a tweet. I think a lot of people just don't like him. You don't have to be a stan of his to be like, "Mm, he's very disappointing Mm -hmm. for him. You know what I mean? Vamps verse. Yeah, we don't know... um... Oh my God, you know what Vamps Verse is? You know who Vamps Verse is? Olivia Rodrigo stands. So that's just a third party stand <laughs> weighing in. She has no, she has no, she has no this stand has no skin in the game. She's just weighing in. Her bio is, and I don't give a fuck war veteran with talkative tendencies, aka that one girl that don't play about Olivia Rodrigo. Oh my God. Okay, she's Olivia Rodrigo stand. Okay. All the stands are weighing in. Mm-hmm. This is a good sighting though. Gabrielle and Maddie Healy shirtless at Washington Square Park yeah, drinking you know I, Coca-Cola yeah, out of glass bottles. Incredible. It's like it's like dirtbag central <laughs> down there. It's perfect for them. They'd fit there. No one you guess what would happen there? No one would bother them. No one would bother them, exactly. <laughs> Everyone in Washington Square Park is doing their own weird thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is so beautiful, honestly. Let's move on because it's Speaking of Taylor Swift. I want to be famous. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. 
But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without dishwasher. a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want. And Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I want to be famous. Hi, BLT. I would love for you guys to talk about Griff. Um, Taylor Swift just posted... Kind of out of the blue, Taylor doesn't really post that much on Instagram, not Instagram stories either. And she posted, uh, she shared Griff's new song, said that she loved it. It's been, the song's been out for a little bit. 
But I'm just wondering, like, who is – I love Griff, but, like, I don't really know where she came from. I don't really know how, like, famous she is. I saw her in New York, like, two years ago, and it was, like, a sold-out show, but it was a small show, and I don't feel like many people know her. But I was at Logan Airport – shout out, Lindsay – and a few weeks ago, and they were playing one of her songs, Shades of Yellow, which is a great song, by the way. Um, but yeah, I just would love for you guys to, to talk about her a little bit. The Taylor Swift connection is also strange because she's not like an opener. She's not like, she's never really been, I think Taylor's met her before, but, uh, it feels a little random. So I'm just curious, would love for you guys' thoughts. Um, and I just think she's awesome. I think her music is really good. So Griff, talk about her or don't, I don't know. Um, Crunch Crunch. Who is Griff? Who is Griff? Griff is someone that Taylor Swift has promoted before, but a single story in a 24-hour period was... Griff? Was a song by Griff and was like, I love this Damn song. Damn Griff. Damn love Griff, I one. love this one. Taylor Swift has the has the power to move economies. She can literally make and break girlies' careers. She's, she's saving the theaters. Yeah, like, she's saving cinemas she, during the strike. Oh, God, she's saving cinema. She's saving Forgot cinema. I she's saving the cinema. Did you know she's saving cinema? Oh my god, she posted once. I love this is definitely Timmy. A single post and just post a screenshot. No, that was of me. The, oh, that was that's me. Sick. You're sick. It was just for one this. post. Yeah, but the screenshot of just the line going across, like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then Griff reposted it and was like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Everyone just stop what you're doing. Go look at Taylor Swift's story and try and tell me why my face is on there and 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 guys, Taylor Swift is listening to Virgo. Damn Griff, I love this one. Ah, Taylor, I don't think you understand how much I love you. Oh, my whole house is asleep, so I've literally just been screaming into pillows for the past like, like 10 minutes. I keep going back to look at it to just check it's not like, like a fan account or something. I'm sort of like, Griff, you know her and Taylor Swift has posted you many times before because every time Taylor Swift posts you, it gets headlines. I understand that it's probably still exciting, but this isn't the first time. I will say that I already knew about Griff because as a Seagreed fan, my Spotify sends me every song that Seagreed puts Seagreed. out and she did a song with her called Head on it's Fire and it's too. extremely it's good. good. Yeah, no, it's great. It's a good song. I have not heard the, the, song that, the song that Taylor Swift loves though. It's called Vertigo. It's good. I listened to it after Taylor Swift posted mm-hmm. about it, which is exactly what Griff and Taylor Swift want from this. You're scared of heights, that's vertical. You wanted lights, go see a show. You ran away, that's touch and go. You're scared of love, well. You felt alive, that's chemical You felt secure, that's cold home Couldn't take the heat, that's Mexico You're scared of love, well aren't we all? Well aren't we all? And I feel like her song on the Kim Petras album might be one of the better songs on that album. I forget, it's called Minute. Because of what happens so often in these sorts of like celebrity scratch my back, I'll scratch yours sorts of relationships, your mind goes to, do they share management? Do they share an agent? Do they share whatever? And it's sort of like, do they share a label? But in this instance, when it's Taylor, this is just Taylor deciding to exert her power on someone that she likes, I think. I really do think Can it's as simple that, as though? that. I think Taylor Swift knows that she's the most powerful force. She's more powerful than her management. She's more powerful than her label. She's more powerful than movie studios because she can just sell her documentary to AMC or whatever she did. This must be one of the most satisfying things that she does. 
prop up other artists. Well, it just feels like the coolest thing you could yeah. write. Like, yeah. it's a very not problematic thing. Like It's just like that lyric in Karma, which is annoying, but it's true. It's like, usually everything you do is like, there's a there's a good side of it and there's a bad side. There's like, I'm, li- I'm doing this and it's positive, but then honestly, it has a downside. And you have to hear about that because you also know that you're uh, wasting energy mm-hmm. or you're da-da-da. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's always, I will say that it's like, mostly net it's like 99.9999 net good to promote a good song by an, a, a smaller artist mm-hmm. on your instagram if you're taylor swift yeah. right like i don't know i i can't think of a downside that's pretty good she has power and she's gonna use it while she has it and i think like that is maybe something she doesn't do she used to do more and does less of now like she used to always be like recommending yeah. stuff and being like here's my thoughts about culture I do think it is a little bit scary when every time you say anything ever it's reported on and probably taken out of context or whatever, like to not want to do that, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Even when you're just recommending songs. And this recommendation, I think, meant more to Griff, who is British. um, Griff. Who is British. Her name is... What's her real name? Her real name is like... Emily Griffith. No, it's... Stephanie Griffith. It's like Sarah Griffith. Or something. Sarah Griffiths. Sarah Griffiths. I do wonder if they're on the same um, label. No? Griff is Warner and Taylor is Republic. So I... Oh, okay. So they're different. Okay, fine. Prove me wrong. But she has been promoting this woman and, and shouting from the rooftops her fandom of this woman since 2020. Since then, she's gotten a lot of profiles. Like, who is Griff? Who is Griff? This is once to watch on YouTube. I thought this opening was funny. Who is Griff? Um, Griff... <laughs> I don't even know. I'm still figuring that out. Uh, Same. Griff is a singer-songwriter from London who is about to do her first American festival, and I'm very nervous. <laughs> Hertfordshire is a very like quintessential like white British middle-class village, so it was kind of weird growing up like being half Chinese and half Jamaican. Um, I think it probably made me find music and find confidence in that. Um, so yeah, definitely a weird one. <laughs> so Griff is very new. She did win a Brit Award a couple of years ago for Best New Artist, but she's only released, like, a mixtape, I think, like an EP, that's it. No full-length albums yet, but she has opened for a lot of people. Like, she's opened for Dua, she's opened for Ed Sheeran. Mm -hmm. You read every interview with her, every profile with her, and it's all the typical stuff from this generation where it's like, I grew up watching people on YouTube. I grew up listening to Taylor Swift. I grew up with like all this technology at my fingertips. So I learned how to make music myself. And that is Griff's story. I'm not over the who them dynamic here. I think it's interesting. The moment Taylor Swift talks about someone, everyone's asking who she is. Like who else can do that? Hi, Who Weekly. Are there A-list who's? Is it possible be an A-lister and be a who. Crunch, crunch, shine hole. This is kind of a like, um, what do you call it? Like a brain teaser? Yeah, it's you a know? riddle. Yeah, Like a Who Weekly brain teaser? Because it's like at first you're kind of like, no, but then also you're kind of like, yes. Well, I be- but also like, no. There is one. But also yes. Who, Kim Kardashian? <laughs> who? No, Brie Larson. Oh, oh! You're saying she's an A-lister and a who? Yeah. Right. Oh my God, you're so right. You're we right. call that. I'm we call that larceny. Who tendencies? We call an A-list who is we called it larceny. I think that that's what that larceny. is. That's so true. We like we we'll say like somebody is larceny if they like have a who tendency and they're and they're clearly not a who. Because what the what what larceny requires is for like all of the culture 
at some point in time. Maybe they're not doing it to her at this point. They treat her as though she's a them. They treat her in the A-list manner. Like but she's starting doing YouTube stuff that's hooey channels. nonstop. She's, she herself is not doing anything to back it up. <laughs> I guess I say Kim because they kind of broke the mold on doing specific things that were seen as things that only who's do. Like do a giveaway with like the, the Instagram giveaway. Mm -hmm. Follow these accounts and you can win $10,000 in a Chanel bag. And here's mm -hmm. a picture of me with like 12 Chanel bags piled on top of each other like a pyramid. Mm -hmm. And that was only seen as a thing that like who's did. But then the Kardashians did and you're like, oh, my God. So you're right. It is larcening, though. It is. Maybe I'm oversimplifying this, but it's sort of like hmm. they're famous and they're A-list, but you don't know what their deal is. <laughs> no, I get that you're allegedly A-list, right. but I don't really know what your deal is. And the thing about being in the A-list sure, is sure. that you really know what their deal is. They're so famous. And it's like, you may be really sure. private, but I kind of get your whole vibe. I don't really understand what right. Brie Larson's whole vibe is. Well, because she's giving off so many different streams mm. of vibe that it's yeah. almost like confusing. Like when she's streams tweeting like an apple a day keeps a doctor away and it's like a picture of her with an apple on her head. And it's like, what is this? You know, I made that <laughs> Did she up. Actually she actually do that? Would. That's something she would no, do. No, I know. No, That's no. actually but she something would, she right? would do that. That's exactly what she would do. She would tweet an apple a day keeps the doctor away with a picture of her like biting an apple or like holding an apple. No, it'd be on her, like, it would be on her head. Are just you like okay? In a painting. Yes. It would be in her head. <laughs> But yes, okay, it is possible. Fine. It is possible. It's called larceny. It's called larceny. Larceny. Hey, you guys. It's Olivia. Um, is Coco Goff, Goff, I think it's like, I, I don't know how to say it. Coco Goff, is she um, a who or a them? Because I don't know anything about sports, but I do know her. Um, yeah, just wondering. Bye. Lindsay Podcaster. Is Coco Goff a who or a them? The tennis star. This is very, it's giving Olympics to me. Yeah. I'm going to say one, two, three, them Who? with an asterisk. Oh, but like tennis them now, like US Open them. It's during these events. I think that certain people sort of, if you're around long enough, it's like Adam Rippon. Adam Rippon is a, is a them for like one month every two, two years or whatever. He won, you know, he won Stars on Mars though. Yeah, I know. I did hear that. Wow, okay. you proved my like, point. He's still a who. But he won stars on Mars. Tinashe came in second. Fucked up. Certain celebrities transcend that. Certain athletes transcend that. I think Simone Biles, for example, is now just a them all the time. Mm. But tennis, you've got your tennis stars that are always thems. It's like your the Williamses, your Andy Roddick. I don't know. <laughs> who else is a tennis star? I don't know who else a tennis star is. But I think that because the US Open is always such a big deal, I think Coco is a them right now will she be a them no okay that's interesting will she I, be a them in a month I, I don't know but right now no i agree yeah i agree everyone loves tennis this week out of the year this month out of the year yeah it's like when the world cup happens and that's funny because at this point when you're a tennis star at the u.s open you you can make enough you can get enough sponsors and do all that stuff to last you till the next time mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. and then you and then tennis you know what i mean yeah it, it just it all it's a very it's interesting economy yeah Hi, BLT. Um, is Catherine Keener a who or them? She actually has been coming regularly with her son to trivia at a bar I work at. And there was, like, mixed reactions with the regulars and the staff of, like, if people knew who she was. Obviously, it was a big them at some point, but curious your thoughts now. Crunch, crunch. Catherine Keener. Who are them? Catherine Keener. One, them. two, three, who? Them. Oh. oh, you think them. 
I don't know. I didn't know. I just went for them. I think she's a who. I think she's I think she's a prestige who. A I prestige think she's a prestige who. who. Okay, interesting. She's like a like indie indie darling in the nineties. Always like the prominent woman character in a movie led by a man for a very long time. You know, always sort of had the back seat to the bigger performance <sighs> mm-hmm. by the man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She's that girl in the same way a lot of these guys are that guy. You're right. Because it's like, no, you're so right. Because if it was like, Lindsay, well, what is Catherine Keener's most like iconic role? I'd be like, um, I don't like I don't have an answer for that. But I do have lots of amazing things that she's done that like are important to me. Like I would have to mm-hmm. name a bunch. Like I'd have to be like being John Malkovich. Like I'd have to be like, I'd yeah, have to say like, oh, I'd be like book club. Book club one and two. I'd say, you know, I'd, I it would be not like well, this is the defining not in, role. She's would... not in book club or book club two. Are you confusing her with someone? <laughs> yeah, Mary Steen Virgin. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you we've she's a who. There we go. Okay, we figured so it out. Right. She's a who. But wouldn't she be so good in book club one and two as Mary Steen Virgin in her role? Oh, of course, of course, okay. of course. Okay, but she. I was right about. Be, I was right about being John Malkovich. Oh Come yeah, on. she's iconic so in being John Malkovich. Okay. She's iconic in being John Malkovich. And whenever she shows up, you're like. The Keenster's here. There she I is. I just watched. I just rewatched um, 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 Out of Sight last night, and she's really fun. She's in like one scene in that, and she's slang. She's slang in Out of Sight, and you're like, ah. Oh. You know what people would remember her from, like as a Get defining out. role, Forty Year Old Virgin. Forty Year Old Virgin. I would say Forty Year Old Virgin and Get Out, two like of her biggest but, movies. But, but I would just say Forty Year Old Virgin. Like, she, yeah. like people would remember. I, her I eBay would say business. If I, if yes, if you were like, if you were just saying to the general person, if you if a Joe Schmo was presented to you and said, "Oh, you like Catherine Keener so much, what movie was she?" and you'd be like, "You know what, Forty Year Old Virgin," you'd remember <laughs> her from that probably. Seriously, yeah. think of, right? That was a big Am year for her. That was a big yeah. year for her. Okay, let's move. That on. was her, Sorry. and when she played Harper Lee, yes, great Harper Lee. Oh, in in um in Capote in Capote, and then Sandra Bullock played Harper Lee in the other mo- in the other Capote movie. That's not as good, Ooh, but it was good. Harper Lee versus Harper Lee year. Harper Lee was like a year later. Yeah. Damn, that Catherine was Catherine was a much better Harper Lee. Was the con- was the was the conversation who played the better Harper Lee? It was who played the better Harper Lee, who played the better Capote. I think they were both good. They were both doing different things. Who but are the two Infamous Capotes? This is a good movie. Toby Jones and the late Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh god, how do you go up against Philip Seymour Hoffman? Well, you're Toby Jones. Okay, fair. They're doing very different things. But That's kind of the best good. part. That's kind of yeah, the best part, movies. you know. Okay. They're good movies. Let's just end it here. Catherine Keener is a who we decided. Mm. Thank you for yeah. calling in. 619 Who Then Believe Questions, Comments, and Concerns for our Friday show. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Reader theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing. Buy tickets to our live show, which continues at the end of this month. Whoweekly.us. Have a great weekend. See you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye. That's just a third-party stand weighing in. Hey, BLT. Um, listening to this week's episode and kind of shocked you didn't mention the fact that during Beckham Watch when you played the recording of Nicola and uh, whatever, whoever, Beckham, talking to Selena, saying, you be allowed to hang with our six dogs. Six dogs? They have six dogs? Was this ever mentioned before? I don't think so. Seems like a lot. Seems like I need six eggs, lady. But it's six dogs. Brooklyn and Nicola need six dogs. Okay. Crunch, crunch. (laughs) Just calling because (laughs) um, 
when you were describing the alliterative Jonas brother, I thought for until you corrected it with <laughs> with Dick and Jevin, I thought you were saying illiterate. <laughs> I don't know. Checks out. Um, showing hole. Hey, who weekly medium time, medium time. Um, I'm so sorry if you've talked about this before or if this was part of the gag all along, but I think I might have some insight on wow twice a week. Um, I was out with some friends and I was showing who weekly as I do and I was going through my spiel and I said, uh, oh, it comes out twice a week and da da da. And my friend cut me off and said, oh, but it's called who weekly. Why is it twice a week? And that might, that might explain the reaction of wow twice a week. Maybe that was the takeaway all along, but uh, I never interpreted it that way. Anyway, Azia Chongin, Crunch Crunch. I opened my door and there was a package addressed to David Savage, and I said, what the hell is this? And it was uh, uh, the new place, the old place, by Bobby Finger, in paperback from Barnes & Noble. Uh, showing hole.